up to all our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the mother-loving geek nation you're currently tuning in to the what did you call it the all-star cult pop podcast episode 17 len i was pretending it was a gif oh, is it? oh let us sit on the joke jesus you're, you know what len you're a real good douche um th- this listen we're here to talk about uh movies and tv and comics and french friends and some other and, stuff. And the Michelle mission. They, uh, uh, let's talk about uh, the uh, Michelle mission. What is that? Is that a podcast the mission is, is, are, Do we share a studio space with them? It's my favorite podcast. Yeah. They're over there. Um, uh, we're coming to you live from Manny Young Studios, home of the Michelle mission. <laughs> um, uh, Philadelphia's premier production space and Philadelphia's premier uh, all-black uh, film podcast, The Michelle Mission. This is our home. Welcome to our home. It's also The Michelle Mission's home. I'm your super poopy host, Johnny Destructo of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street. Super dope shop. Sells super dope stuff to super dope folks who give me their super dope cash. Um, with me tonight, Brian Lieb. Did he? Yes. Hang on for a second. Okay. Oh. oh. You know you take your time. Time. I'm going to take a little time. Is anyone thirsty? Oh, my God. He's going. Still going. Still going. Oh, no. He's going oh, to polish it off. He's, he's gonna, Aquaman. He's going to piss himself. You'll have to look, look at a little back, baby backwash. I have to leave that for an all- emergency. <laughs> what if I get thirsty midway through the show? Uh, uh, I'm sure everyone gets that inside joke, considering you see us when we're not live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we start every single show, in the periphery, he just starts chugging, yeah. and everyone just gets quiet and like stares. Yeah, is all that happening? Can, I don't see any of you hear, guys. Yeah. All you can hear is like you're so focused. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, great. Gluggity, yeah. gluggity, yeah. gluggity, I'm Getting into it, um, and I'll have you know, huh? I did that right before this show too. Yeah, oh my the God. second you, time you in a row. Drank a, a yeah. gallon of that water. entire bottle. I think it's a uh, one point five liters. Whenever that translates to. Also with us this week, Len the Bad Tribble. How many liters can you drink? <laughs> oh, I'll never tell. Yep. Holla at your boy. What's up? Noel? Uh, I mean, I'm good for like a liter. Yeah. In one, one sitting? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. What's the What's the beverage? Does it have bubbles? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, bubbles? oh that's a whole other Half a liter. Yeah. You can't yeah, do yeah. that right away. It's uh, nice to commune with it, right? Yeah, like yeah. T- maybe yeah. 24 ounces tops. Cool. Uh, Jason Brown says, yes, and I am one of those super dope folks. Yes, you are, Jason. Excellent. Yes, you um, are. Uh, Arsene wants to know how many liters of vodka? Uh, two ounces. Yeah. Uh, and also with us this week, you may have noticed producer Terry. Hey, it's me, Randy. And uh, we're going to talk about all sorts of fun comics here on Randy's podcast. Yes. It's Randy as you've never seen him before. <laughs> <laughs> also with us, uh, behind the scenes is Dylan, the cult pop kid. Hey-o. If there's anything wrong with the show, it's not producer Terry's uh, problem this time. 
It's uh, Cult Pop Kids. Yeah, but Cult Pop Kid is the best. Absolutely. The best. Look at this. It's so great. It's like we're in a city. Yeah, so I guess we are in a city. We are in a city. <laughs> right. uh, within a city. Yeah. Uh, Cityception. Before we get to it, we'd like to thank all the listeners for being here with us. You're also viewers, maybe. Uh, whether you're watching live or checking it out later, if you dig what we're doing, and I can't imagine that you do, please comment, like, subscribe, hit the bell icon so you know when we go live and do all the nasty, fun shit that you like. Uh, additionally, <laughs> email us at coldpopgo at gmail.com. Uh, if you do, we will read it here on the show. We don't have one of those today. So we're Oops. just going to get right into a segment that I specifically like to call What You Been Up To This Week. Huh? Uh, first on the docket, Brian. Hey, JD. What You Been Up To This Week? Huh. Uh, <laughs> 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 Idiot. I'll tell you what. I uh, was watching The Peripheral and I had been excited about this show for a little while. Where cool. specifically was it? On the periphery. Side. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you watch this whole show out of the corner of your eye? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> I Tell didn't us. get it. <laughs> <laughs> Loved so, it. Made no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audio yeah. was great. So uh, I've been excited about this show. It's a sci-fi show um, based on a book by William Gibson, who I've read a very little bit about, but is uh, a man of tremendous stature in the cyberpunk and sci-fi worlds. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz stars in it. She's cool. <gasps> Ooh. And so I started it, and uh, Randy has said it was really good. Rob Patey, friend of the show, said it was really good. Mm -hmm. First episode, I was like, this is boring, right? And I could barely get through it. And I'm not, I'm not a gamer. I don't like shows about games of any kind, right? Um, and uh, so I'm like, you know what? Randy and Rob, they both said it was really good. I want this to be really good. The imagery is really cool. I'm going to check it out for an episode two. It's awesome. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, Quick turnaround. It is not at all what it seems in episode one. Like what is going on? There's a completely other thing happening. There's like three other things layered onto the story in episode two, which are fascinating, really interesting stuff. Very cool sci-fi stuff um, that there's absolutely no hint of in episode one. Uh, so that was my yeah. question. If, if, you, if you were not forced to do it by your friends telling you to watch it, yeah. would you have... Was there any inkling that you should keep watching it? And I guess I, not. I might have given it another episode because yeah. it is a cool looking show. Yeah. And I, I wanted to like it and it looks like something that I could like. And I was like disappointed when I could barely get through episode one. You were disappointed by your disappointment. Yeah. I was disappointed in that disappointment. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, so I might have given it another one. But it was, it was really Randy and Rob saying like, this is really cool. that I was like, all right, I'm going to stick it out. There's one thing that Brian is susceptible to. It's peer pressure. Yeah. For positive things. Yeah. If somebody's like, Brian, you should like this. I'm like, we did, right. we, did peer, <laughs> we, we did peer pressure you into extra hydration. Yeah. We not did. five yeah. minutes ago. We did. That's yeah. true. It was very positive. So you recommend the peripheral. Yeah. And the first episode is not poorly produced. I'm not into things about games and somebody else might have a totally different experience and they're like, Oh, that was good. And then just be more blown away by episodes two and three. Gotcha. You so when you say it's about games, are you saying, do you mean like video games particularly? Yeah, or? like oh, okay. simulation. She, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz's character has, uh, she's a really good gamer and somebody contracts her brother, but they think it's her. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sorry. They think it's her brother, but it's her. Did you say contract? Yeah. To, to do something. Oh, do contracts. Something. Like, contracts. Like, like hires yeah. them. Yeah. 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 I thought you meant like a disease. 
No, like short, <laughs> like shortens him. They caught they, Chloe. Yeah, they take out his middle. They <laughs> <laughs> contract him. Yeah, he's he's but mm, not a man anymore. <laughs> exactly. But he's got a little apostrophe now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so so they hire her in thinking it's him to be in this simulation. Um, and so it seems like it's like they're gonna pay me to do something successful at this game, and it maybe has some stakes, but it's within this this gaming VR world. And I was like, ah. like what's okay. the stakes? Right. You know, um, and uh, so much so much changes. I don't want to tell you about it, okay. but um, yeah, it's, it's been really out cool. for a while, so it's like a yeah. whole season up season, already. Whole it might have always been up right away. I mean, I don't know. Uh, no, it's it's a prime, so they do they usually do like weekly. two to three episodes, and then the rest of the season's weekly. Okay. 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 And I think the first season's done. It was picked up for a second. I hope so, because I love a good show that is just already out. Yeah. And I can just yeah. go straight through it. Well, I mean, you'll have you to know. wait for the second season. Damn it. I'm, oh, a, big fan. I'm a big fan of Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh, He's great. I will watch anything that she's in. There's a couple mm-hmm. of movies. Something in the Clouds. Shadow in the Clouds. Shadow yeah. in the Clouds I really want to get to. I, I just haven't. See, I want to see mm-hmm. that movie she made with Louis C.K. that was unrelease. Oh. Good luck. She was yeah, the star of that. Yeah. Good luck oh. with that. Oh. Maybe you could find a bootleg. Yeah. I bet I could. There's a lot of people in that movie. To the dark web. So the first uh, uh, Wait, bootleg. <laughs> yeah, but let us watch it. The first uh, leak completed film. Um, speaking of bootlegs of the DCU, the Warner or the HBO, whatever. Uh, crypto. What is it? Scooby-Doo oh, the, meets Crypto, yeah. which I hadn't even heard about, but the it's what? it's leaked. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was one. It was one of the um, Scooby Doo and Crypto. Is that what I heard? Yeah, it was, oh. it was a meetup between those two mm-hmm. that got canceled by Warner Brothers, mm. but oh. now it was so close to completion that it, it's yeah. it's got leaked. Oh, that's cool. I thought um, I thought it was like a Halloween one, right? Was it? I don't, I don't remember what the story. There was, was a Scooby Doo movie that was basically done. It just needed to be scored. So it was probably like it was an, It was probably like a direct to DVD sequel of Super. Oh, I think it was going to be like on streaming. It was yeah. an HBO Max original that was a sequel to the Scoob movie. A sequel to Scoob? I think so. Which well, I that doesn't seen. make sense. No, that's the Halloween one you're thinking about, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Halloween and Scoob. One. Yeah. And huh. Scooby-Doo has a grand tradition of running into DC Comics characters. Yeah, true. Batman true and Robin. That. Literally an ongoing yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. Also, the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, yeah. I saw them in prison once yeah, in the too. front row. Wait, it was with awesome. Scooby-Doo? Yeah. yeah. Nice. I mean, he was my guest. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> what you been up to this week? Uh, huh? I went to the cinema. Huh? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I had a chance to see Creed 3. Ah. Directed by Michael B. Jordan, starring Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> Jonathan Mass, uh, Majors. Majors. Sorry, and Tessa Thompson. Mm, it was good. It was really good. Um, I uh, is it any any? I know you don't do sport movies. Mm. Have you guys seen Creed? Creed two. I didn't I've see seen Creed two. I saw the original Creed. I've seen Creed. You see Creed two? Why would I assume no. you've seen Creed? Because Michael B. Jordan. Okay. He handsome. Did you see Creed two? No. Well, yet. well, well. Damn it! <laughs> How the turntables go on. So I love. I uh, I think that agnostic of the actual sport, I think sports movies are fantastic because mm. they are. Baked in uh, drama, they're yeah. baked in conflict, and you don't have to fabricate conflict, right? Mm-hmm. So you just you've got this sport, and you tell like you just character work around it. So I think sports films are awesome. Mm. I've loved sports films more than I love sport, or even before I understood the sport mm. that it's about, right? So I was I'm a sucker for the Rocky movies. Mm. Um, this movie was really impressive. However, 
it's not a Rocky movie, right. which is I'm actually totally cool with. Right. I just think a lot of people are missing the Rocky of it. Well, because people are going in expecting a certain tone yeah. mm. that this movie and and to be fair, I think ever since the first Creed have steadily walked oh, away yeah. from. Oh yeah. Um. So uh, have if you've never seen a Rocky, which I know that I have never seen one. Brian has never seen a Rocky. Rocky is an idiot. Oh. Like he is a not smart human who just gets through with earnestness. That's his entire thing, right? So like he's just earnest. He's honest. He's stupid. In the Creed movies, he has been this kind of earnest force of almost goofiness and delight against the very real trauma of the Creed character, abandonment, group homes, like... Yeah. So it's been this cool, like, kind of uh, dichotomy between the two characters. Yeah. Who directed the first Creed? No, Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler, Coogler, and then Capel? The second one. Yeah, Yeah. and and then Michael Jordan. Um, So, like... There was that, those two characters kind of against each other, one coming from a place of hope, one coming from a place of realism, right? They retired the Rocky character in the last movie, so this is just all Creed, and right. it, because of it, it's a darker movie. Mm-hmm. It's a darker movie about prison recidivism and, yeah. and child endangerment and torture. And, and leaning on cars. And leaning on cars, yeah. yeah. Um, with that said, though, like I did kind of miss the Rocky of it all, but it didn't last long because you got really into the movie and they do. There's a formula to the third act of Rocky movies. Yeah. It's a, it's a boxing match. They always show the first two rounds and then they yada, yada rounds like three through 11. Right. Just super cuts or, or fancy editing and superimposed clocks and bells just to kind of speed along. This movie did something artistically very different and it was cool as shit nice yeah Mm. yeah it was cool as shit like it it, you could i read an interview of his where he said he was very influenced by anime Mm -hmm. oh great you can see it in the way that the fights are shot in the blocking and then in a couple of the uh, artistic choices you could definitely Mm. like i think they show in one trailer him getting gut punched and it like slows down and the sweat beads off of his back. Stuff like that. Like it's yeah. really, really cool. Ooh. Does at one point Jonathan Majors just go, uh-huh. <laughs> oh? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Jonathan Majors is incredibly scary in this movie and very good. It. Yeah. Uh, I'm actively excited to see Creed. I, it, I, the only reason I missed Creed 2 is because of life. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked Creed 1. Uh, I loved all the Rocky movies. Um, I guess I kind of do like some sports movies. I'm a big Friday night Lights fan, Friday mm. night, the TV show. Yeah. I can love that show. I think sport movies are awesome. Like Necessary Roughness. Remember that movie? Oh, of course, with Sinbad and Scott Bakula. Yes. Sinbad yeah. was in that? And who was Kathy Ireland? Was, uh, she was, was the kicker. Oh, yeah. There you go. Jason Brown says, Oh, wow. That is good to know. My son wants to see Creed 3. Now I am intrigued to go see you should it. Check it nice. out. It was totally worth it. It made yeah. more move my What was the money? Biggest, the biggest, yeah. <laughs> I just had a, I had a, only a small stroke. Keep rolling. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was the highest grossing sport film first weekend ever or something yeah, like wow. that. Wow, like, that's awesome. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They killed it. Yeah. It made more money than any other sport movie in its opening weekend. I know this because um, my girlfriend. Who, not, not factored for inflation. Uh, what do you mean? You mean it, I don't know if it sold the most tickets. It made the yeah, most so money. I don't, I don't know about that, but it, it made the most money. Um, but my girlfriend just simply because me and her daughter, um, said like, 
cocaine bear looks like it may be kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Went out and immediately bought tickets to see cocaine bear this past uh-huh. Friday. Oh, so we okay. went to see cocaine bear, which is fine. I thought it looked like stupid fun that we both said we really could have waited for it to be streaming. Yeah. But OK, mom, if you want to go, we go. So we went to uh, Cherry Hill to see it. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, it's a dumb movie, but it was us and five other people. Oh. There were 400 people at Cherry Hill Mall. They were all watching Creed. Oh, that's cool. They were, every one of them were watching Creed. The other 400 people were in line for the popcorn. Waiting. Oh, yeah, it, it was, it was packed. I myself never go to the movies. I only go to the theater to buy popcorn. That's <laughs> the best popcorn. Um, the, uh, to, to that point though, sports movies are better in crowds. It is. Yeah. Yes. It should, be, a, it should yeah. be at least an, half full. An intense communal experience. There I is, feel that way about is, superhero movies. There is a group feel, a group emotion. Absolutely. Sorry, Kong Boat Noodle. Can't believe Paddington changed his name to Cocaine Bear. Oh. <laughs> that got me right in the chops. Nicely done. Just a, just a plume of white powder everywhere he goes in this little raincoat. <laughs> Remember yeah. the Titans with a crowd was wonderful to kind of put a... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And into that. Yeah. I mean, that I mean, was the, the best I, look, crowd I enjoyed movie. Creed 3 so much that last night I rewatched Creed 1 Ooh. and still cried like three times. Nice. I got I to gotta re- do, do, do you own it? No. Damn it. Do you, I'm did curious. You, where, you know, where in... Oh, I'm sorry. In the, in the third act, when... Just uh, the, the cancer run, certainly. The cancer run, yes. But the point that makes me like guttural hiccup and to, to hold back tears is uh, right before the 12th round, he, did fu- he fell down. He got back up, got two minutes left to prove anything, and he's like, I got to prove it, I got to prove it, I got to prove it. And he's like, prove what? That I'm worth it, that I'm not a mistake. He says that I'm not a mistake. Yeah, I thought he was. No. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. I'm not a mistake. And then, you know, Rocky empties his heart to him. I was like, oh, that hurts. I think uh, the, the, the timing of the classic Rocky theme in that movie is that, and yeah. it's right after standing. I watched that, that same often, moment. Actually, it's on that YouTube. same moment. He says that I wasn't a mistake. He gives him the speech. He stands up, and it's dun 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 dun. Yep. The only it's time wonderful. the theme is is used. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Creed was like a passion project for Ryan Coogler because mm-hmm. he was a huge fan of the Rocky movies, um, and he wanted to kind of do his version of it, but mix it with like some real intense storytelling and some real world um, pathos. And that's why I loved it. That's what I thought was missing from Creed 2. But I'm glad to hear that there's a little bit, a lot more of that in. uh, There's, there's a, there's a couple of things that I watching Creed one now. It's so very Philadelphia. It's awesome. Yeah. Like there's literally a scene of him jogging and then he riles up all the dirt bike kids. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, again, no one outside of the city even understands that fucking reference. Mm. Wheelie that boys. There, that there are literally kids on dirt bikes and four and 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 four by four, four wheelers. Four wheelers, sorry, in the middle of the city streets. Is that just here? It's not just here. Oh, okay. Where else? There, there's some like down south and out west. There, uh, there, there's in Baltimore. It's when, I was, yeah, when I was in Baltimore, very, Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore, it's very, it's in Baltimore? very. It's very specifically like a, a, a cultural thing in only oh, certain it pockets. In certain pockets of <laughs> certain cities, yes. Never explained. But, like, no. even when I lived 20 minutes from Philadelphia, I'd never heard about. Well, that's the it's one thing that I will say, and, and, and then we'll move on. I'm sorry. Go on. I'm sorry. Those things, though. These are good conversations. No, I did it. Anyway, the one thing I will say is that I, 
I actually feel there's more of a valid connection to Philadelphia and Creed oh, as opposed yeah. to Rocky, where it's it's set in Philly, but things just kind of happen, you know, that are happening in Philly. And maybe you got this guy from Philly, Dr. J shows up in this scene, this sports person's it it's in this scene. But you can t- tell that they kind of like cherry pick where they film the stuff. Whereas in Creed, they were very intentional about where they mm. Well, they I mean, things. to your point, though, since 1977, when the first movie came out, that same exact area has completely changed. I know. Mm-hmm. It's from, not even the same. Yeah, like it's changed. They got from, rid of the Italians. I was going to say it's changed <laughs> from Italian to mostly black. Like those same exact areas have completely changed. Even watching Adonis Creed run through the Italian market mm-hmm. and watching Rocky run through the Italian market <laughs> are completely different things. Because Rocky ran through the Italian market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adonis did not run through the Italian He just ran through Knife <laughs> Street. Uh, yeah. <laughs> True. He's like just all in life. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, go see it. It was great. Arsene, the voice of reason, chimes in. Her explanation of John was kind of off. That was my only issue from Creed. Way to hyper-focus. Wait, this piques my interest. Like, what was off about it? What was the problem? I, I don't remember exactly her definition was, of John. It was very... We will follow up with Randy, with Randy oh, later on in the show. Uh, let's move on. Oh, wait. I was going to say Len, but Len says get on with the show. Uh, it's Brian we did. No, we did. I have a question what do you, for you. What do you like? What are you up to this week? Huh? Yeah. Uh, that was my question. Too. What you been up to this well, week? I'll tell you. How? Thank you. Oh. Thank you. I think that, we all did that, it terribly, so that's yeah. perfect. Let's go. The, okay, so uh, Nice House on the Lake is a comic book series from James Tynan, published by DC Comics. It's a 12-issue maxi-series, or so I thought. And... um. Uh, the second volume just comes out this week. Comes out today. Yesterday. This week. Tuesday. Yeah. Yesterday. Uh, it just came out. Uh, I was a big, big fan of Nice House on the Lake Volume 1. And I was very excited for so Volume you, 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it finally happened. And I blew through the whole thing. The whole kitten caboodle. And uh, turns out, uh, this entire time I've been saying it's a 12-issue maxi series. It's not. Uh, there's more to come. This is the end of like round one or whatever they call it. So it's the first part of the series um and there's going to be more which i'm delighted by but also a little disappointed in because you were looking forward to like an ending right i was excited for the ending how are they going to wrap this up oh they're not cool um so it was it was a bit of a back and forth for me like i feel a way about it did you finish it not yet well then I well, I, I feel the way about the fact that it doesn't have a fucking ending yeah i think that's fair yeah 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 Yeah. Uh, but at least you go in knowing it you're not going to get to the last page and be like what the well, okay, so, so I, I like around issue seven or because I've been reading it in issues around yeah. issue seven or eight, they stopped on the cover. They stopped make, saying like of 12 and it was just um, did that. Yeah. Like it, I think it said like book one now, ah. like they started relabeling it, meaning it probably did have an ending and now they're stretching it out, Ooh. which I'm not excited about. Mm. Be what you're supposed to be what you wanted to be. But are they stretching it out or did he just maybe change his, his I don't know. I mean, it, it may like have such been a contained story in like a really good way. It, did, it does. I, I would love more things to am, end. I am yeah. more. Yeah. I like things that end and I'm more afraid of like, you know, seasons three through five of lost kind of problem than I am yeah. of, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you've got a really good tight good concept. To be fair, this is all us just um, kind Absolutely. of making assumptions. It could have been like, Hey, I've written this, and if it does well, maybe eventually I'll I'll do I'll do the rest of it. Sure. Um, yeah. And so they found out very quickly that it was doing well enough that he was just sure. like, oh, you know no, what? I'm that's into a good this. Point as well. I'm yeah. into this enough that I'm ready to just keep cracking. 
Crackalacking. Sure. I, 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 as a feeling across the board, more things should end. No, absolutely. Agreed. Um, but I still, all of this aside, <laughs> it's great. It's really, really good. It's probably my favorite series, one of my favorite series of the year. Um, so definitely check out Nice House on the Lake. It's a really good thriller slash horror. Uh, it's basically if you have a bunch of college friends and you haven't seen each other for years mm. and uh, one of them is like, hey, let's all go to a nice house on the lake and we'll get oh. together and we'll, we'll, we'll do a drug. We'll have a sex. We'll, oh. we'll have some fun. It'll be great. Um, we'll all reconnect. And then the very first night you're there, you find out that the entire world is being destroyed. Um, and then... Sounding fun, huh? <laughs> oh. I was really into it in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so much water to drink, though. <laughs> oh, that's great. You could chug so much water, bro. Did you say nice. is being destroyed or has been? Is being. Yes. Is, is being. being is being. Yes. So, okay, I guess cool. that would happen no matter where you were, right? At a lake house or not. Uh, don't Water you know to what? chug? I, you, should, you should maybe read it. I, yeah. I, think, it's, okay. I think it's... I know that you're not really into horror that much, but I think it's the kind of Depends. existential... Yeah. Um, Situational, yes. Okay, yeah, that's the only you reason would enjoy. I, I yeah. was able to say it's it, barely it's, horror. Yeah, it's okay. suspense. It's, it's and okay. it's the character, not and it's interesting stuff happening. Oh yeah, yes. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah for sure. Three out of three. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. Uh. Hey, Terry. Hey. What you been up to this week? Hmm? Oh, it's nice to be asked. Um. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a video producer. I own a company called the Video Content Factory. That is. Uh, and this week was Dylan's first week as full employee. Do you mean the Cold Pop nice. Kid? The Cold Pop Kid. So, hey, W2. So I spent... Uh, <laughs> it's an exciting time. <laughs> W2. <laughs> Taxes. <laughs> yeah. So I spent three days uh, with him, kind of just gassing him up, and getting him ready. Um, this is the second podcast that we've done this week. We helped Len with the Michelle mission last night, which went off wonderfully. Um, Thank you very much. And so I've just kind of been pouring a lot into uh, Dylan and, and the team. We have a team about, I think Dylan makes six, six or eight, something wow. like that. Nice. Um, Bigger year. That keeps me. Super, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that, that keeps me super, super busy, and I'm very proud of them all. Um, so I don't have that much downtime. I'm, pr I'm usually here from like, you know, at least seven to seven. Um, so I don't have that much time for downtime, but I squeezed in Quantum Manium on Friday. Oh, okay. oh. so I was able to. I was able thoughts? to catch that. Uh -huh. Thoughts are mid tier. Um, yeah, yeah, that's okay. You should believe in so, your thoughts so, more. So <laughs> <laughs> Some jokes truly didn't land. That yeah. I was yeah. very not that one. That was back. hilarious. Well, yes, that, <laughs> that was. was great. Oh, thank you very yeah, much. Some jokes didn't land, and yeah. I immediately do what I always do, which is. Um, the thing I do more than anything is watch YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. That's definitely my number one leisure source these days. Yeah. So I checked in on our friend Nando, Nando V Movies, Nando, saw his yeah. take on it. I also watched him his video on casting the new Superman, which was quite good. I haven't watched that one yet. Um, but I'm a big fan of, of, uh, of his stuff. And then I just usually go on a review slash reactions run mm -hmm. and listen to what a lot of people thought. Quantumanium, I'm pretty much in the same pocket as the guys from um, the Weekly Planet mm. um, and pretty much um, uh, Cosmonaut Variety Hour. I think he nailed it pretty much of just like Quantumanium is just an odd kickoff to five and a very odd introduction to the big bad. Oh, yeah. I Was it an that. introduction? Yeah. Well, I mean, Loki. we saw him in Loki. Yeah. Gang. He was introduced in, in the, Loki. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's, so the it's setup names, for yeah. after that with those three, oh. and this was the point that they were making, and it's a really good point of like, 
Oh, and uh, Fat Man Beyond was the other thing. Mark Bernardin had a great take on it, too, which was just that now I know any of these guys can be killed off and it doesn't matter. Because there's one waiting yeah. in the wings. What am I, the a- and we're not the average audience. Yeah, yeah. How does the average audience glom onto this villain when Ant-Man beat him? Yeah. And the big problem, and this is the last thing I'll say and we'll move on, is that, and it's not a problem. I, I, I didn't bump into this, but now that I think about it, I kind of do. It was obvious at the end of that movie, they were setting that up for Ant-Man and the Wasp not to make it back. If you oh, watch yeah. that, there is no reason they should have been able to go back through and get home somehow. I think in the original script, they were dead. That was a ru- oh. well, it, was a, it was a rumor that they weren't dead, that they just got trapped there. And but the would come back like ends. six years later or the, something. Yeah, the like movie that. basically just ends. But the, like, the idea of like, all of a sudden there's a portal behind them. Like, yeah, that, it just shows up. It again, does it seem closes. like it's a... They yeah. set it up mm. for it to close and it'd be yeah. like, I made the sacrifice of a father. Mm. Yeah. Great sacrifice. And she made the sacrifice to go like exactly. help. Yeah. 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 That would it does been, it does undercut it a bit. A but little it, bit. It, I it, thought, it, yeah, it took similar. watching Mark Bernard and speak about it for me to put that together and I was like, oh wow, yeah. yeah. But these movies are made for mass audiences, so yeah. I can absolutely mm. see every producer that was sitting at the table being like, No, 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 We need Paul Rudd's face and his yeah. comedy. Yeah. To be around, and it's got to be a happy ending. So, uh, what what I do like about the fact that it, they get back to the real world is that we talked about it on the show. The him going along and uh, going awesome. to get going sure. to get the cake yeah. and all this stuff, and then all of just sort of like realizing the consequences of everything he just went through. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love, that whole scene was awesome. And we don't yet know what Kang's real threat will be. Yeah. You I know? just hope to God he kills Cassie because that was you rough like Cassie? in like places. <laughs> I, I like, like the other I actress. Like I think I bumped into the acting on it, honestly. Oh, really? Oh. Hmm. I, I I had similar thoughts though about um, Scott himself, though. Like, oh yeah, he didn't I, need to be in the was, movie. It was <laughs> yeah. a, a kind of the plot happened to him more often yeah. than he affected the plot. I would even say it sure. happened to and his entire him. and his entire motivation was just Cassie, Cassie, Cassie. Which I get, daughter, great, mm-hmm. but like ninety percent of his dialogue was just screaming her name. Yeah. I would I would have actually done that whole movie just just Hank and Janet. And I think I would have been fine. Mm. Um, but obviously you, you can't do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, what I missed. Old mo- Ant-Man. I rewatched, I rewatched Ant-Man one mm-hmm. and I genuinely one forgot. And then when I remembered, I missed the fact that they are heist movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And what, there is no heist. And there's well, no, this, this was and there's a no heist. Michael Payne. He had to it, go steal it the. It wasn't a heist. It was go down there and do it. There was no like. They couldn't fit the boys. There was no planning or specialty just of his. It was just. And yeah. it was the. You don't think Michael Payne should have just love. rolled up in the quantum <laughs> room. Hey, man. <laughs> Let me uh, tell you how I got here. Uh, <laughs> relitigating. I enjoyed the movie overall, yeah. but I would actually a lot of those same videos. It's like points. Yeah, no. That makes, yeah, 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 that's yeah. fair. It's totally fair criticism. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to the there main we topic. We're here to battle it out. I don't know. What, what is March Madness? I'm, I'm told that March Madness is a thing. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be doing comic book <laughs> movies, non-Marvel and non-DC. Very important, caveat. Very important. So... Most of you will probably just tune out right now. Um, we, we, and by we, I mean Noel, compiled a giant list of every modern comic, and Len, um, every modern comic book movie. Well. Shut up. 
No, Terry did true. nothing. Yeah, he is useless. <laughs> well, J- Terry uh, every- produced. Cut the mics. Cut the cameras. <laughs> See you Terry later. Terry did nothing. Yeah, yeah, hold but up, hold great up. stuff. Yeah, hold up. You hold cut up. the mics too soon, Terry. Uh, I think what we've what we've revealed is that we've all worked on this show, and then JD picks up a mic. That's right. So that's yeah. what we, that's true. <laughs> Uh, we compiled the nothing. giant. I specifically compiled anymore, the giant list of every modern comic book movie from 1978 today in an effort to create a March Madness style event oh. to determine the greatest CBM. We're going to do that for that short. Means. Comic book movie. Comic book movie. Cool. Since there are so many movies, I decided to focus only on non-Marvel and DC films, which narrowed my list from 170 <laughs> films to a more manageable 81 films, oh. which I bracketed down to a final 64 films. God bless you. Thank God you were here <laughs> to read that. <laughs> so with these 64 films, uh, this is going to be a multi-episode exercise, most likely. Uh, and how we're going to work it out is actually real simple. I'm going to introduce the matchup. There are 32 matchups, 64 movies. Mm-hmm. And introduce the matchup. Um, and then each of you will provide me your pick for the matchup, as well as a brief reasons why and then we'll go in an order similar to a snake draft if anybody's not familiar with that it's, i'm not let's say i start with len then i go what's your name uh dab J- J- jd brian harold in the corner uh harold pp corner and then harold <laughs> goes again at the next one yeah. brian jd me and so forth and awesome. so on we just kind of go back and forth so thank you i'm a snag <laughs> slithery snag I, I do have slithery. a little bit i have careful Ooh, slithering when you do this it's Back I have. Bit. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I do have uh, some clarifying things for each of these movies because some of them have similar titles. Sure. So if you at all wondering, like, oh, which which one is that? Just ask. Don't assume. We want this to be as clean a vote as possible. I am very <laughs> excited about this. So um, there were 81 movies. We did one bracket offline. So this technically starts with round two. The very first matchup in our. March Madness comic book movies, non-Marvel DC mm-hmm. full list is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990 Ooh. versus Monkey Bone from 2001. Was, 1990, was that the first one? Yeah. yeah. I would have said and the if, 80s, right? And if you're wondering, is Monkey Bone based on a comic? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's loosely based on the graphic novel called Dark Town by Kaja Blackley. Now, mm-hmm. that introduces a rule we made sure that all of these movies had to have been a published comic book first. Yes. So say something like Transformers. Tons and tons of comics. It was not a comic book first. It is not included on the list. That thing goes for like RoboCop or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, you know, don't have Nice. Very smart on my part. Thank God. I'm glad I did that. So, TMNT 1990 or Monkey Bone first to go out the gate is Len. Oh, you don't want to go with JD start and then you don't want to do a double... On a We're a snake. Oh, no, yeah, we'd go this way. You go first, and then we'll do it. Okay. All right, he cool. just explained it, Len. You don't have to go twice. Just all right. All right. Morning. So TM, mm, the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone is that the Brendan Brendan Fraser, Fraser right? Yeah. Henry Selleck. Yeah, it's it's Chris it's very surreal. Mm-hmm. It's it's creepy. It's fun. Um, but I remember wanting to like it more mm. and not really being locked in on it. So I gotta go, I gotta go Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, come on, man. They were 
Turtles in the half. You know, like y'all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, turtle power. That was, yeah. that was yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That was it. And I wasn't. I didn't even like the comic book. But I was like, they made this a movie. Are y'all serious? And it worked. Uh, I am gonna have to mirror your sentiment. It wasn't as one of the Corys in it. Yeah, he was oh, the voice. Feldman was the voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. of uh, Donatello. Um, so I all I do love Monkey Bone because it's weird as hell. Mm-hmm. But if we're measuring also the the staying power and the cultural relevance of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and specifically that first movie, which up until Blair Witch Project was the highest grossing independent movie of all time. TMNT. TMNT. Really? Yeah. Um, Me too. It's just a juggernaut. I, I'm voting for TMNT also. Hmm. You know what? I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm go- I, I listen, I've never seen Monkey Bone. Okay. So TMNT. If I had seen Monkey Bone, Probably would still be TMNT. That movie was a cultural touchstone mm. for me. Uh, my grandfather took me to see it. I loved it. I saw it in the theater multiple times. Mm. Uh, I revisited it recently. It's still great. Mm. It is pretty good. It's nice. still great. So I, um, we're at the point now where it's not statistically relevant, whatever you two are going to say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I do want to talk about I, it. But though. I'd like you to also <laughs> give me your As your, I do your, almost your anything. Yeah, I know. When we get to a consensus, it's just kind of the next one in. So sure. That's go true. for it. What if they both said monkey bone? Well, it's a story. Oh, yeah, three three three. You've already won. Yes. <laughs> um, this will never happen to you, JD, in the middle. You you will never not count voting. Oh, laws, right? I know. That is the <laughs> nicest thing you've ever said to me. It is. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. Cast your vote. Um, so. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Producer's here. Well, well, well. well. So, He's going to um, vote for Mario Brothers. <laughs> I love TMNT. Yeah. Uh, Monkey Bone is, incorporates artwork by one of my favorite artists of all time, a painter uh, by the name of Mark Ryden, right? I only found this out recently. He does like surrealist stuff. Oh, yeah. They're like, Postcards from home. I thought about them once, right? Uh, more than once. So uh, I absolutely love his artwork. And I only found out recently that he had something to do with Monkey Bone. Um, I uh, may or may not have seen it a long time ago. I have like some vague memory of Chris Kattan's character yeah. in it. I really have been meaning to check it out again, knowing that he had something to do with it. But I haven't seen it. I love TMNT. So I'm gonna also going to vote TMNT. Ah, yeah. Uh, certainly TMNT. That first movie is a triumph in comic book movies. It's taken mm-hmm. seriously. The prosthetics are nailed by the Jim Henson so company. Good. Oh, so that was good. Jim Henson. They still yeah. hold up. How about yeah. that? Um, I'll tell you what. The they, script is good. They don't hold up. Have you seen them recently? They are nightmarish. Oh, you mean like the ones the, in the history? The actual museums. foam. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the time, <laughs> they look perfect. Um, the characters are written well. It's written PG-13, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah it's pretty violent. It, it's written yeah. in line with the original comic. I think it's a, it's a wonderful example and a type of film I'd love to get back to, to be honest. Yeah. Totally different conversation for talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Um, oh, because, Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, right. of the Hold ooze. your opinion for it. It will come up later. <laughs> sure. You know, yeah. I will say TMNT but, needed more wet. Mon- Monkey Bone has a wonderful <laughs> musical number in it with oh, Brendan oh. Fraser. Uh, Monkey Bone is a great movie. I gotta watch this movie. Yeah. yeah. Our son says Monkey Bone just for Chris Kattan's back from the dead performance. Mm. So uh, round one is, or sorry, Good. match one goes to TMNT uh, 1990. <laughs> um, next, we're going to start with Terry. Yep. Um, we have Kick-Ass 1 from 2010 mm-hmm. against Wanted from mm. 2008. Mm. Oh, I'll go kick ass. Um, 
and I am I'm a big fan of uh, Mark Millar. That's Millerverse, right? Mark Miller, yeah. yeah. They both are Mark Miller yeah. Uh, yeah. books. Yeah. Um, I really I prefer Kick Ass to Wanted. I really enjoy both of the films. I think um, it was a great first outing for um, Aaron Tyler. Aaron, is that his Johnson? Name? Aaron Tyler Johnson. Taylor Johnson. Oh. He was excellent Aaron in Tyler that. Moore. His supporting cast was excellent in that. One of would go on Aaron to become Tyler Dahmer <laughs> later on. Um, it's it's a solid flick for people who enjoy comic books and comic book characters because it's literally about them. The conversations they yeah. have are similar yeah. to the conversations we have. And um, I'm a Less big violent. fan of uh, I'm a big fan of Matthew Vaughn. I think he directs a hell of a movie, and I really like his uh, production company. He's going to show up a couple of times on this list also. And um, the introduction to Hit Girl, that scene is pitch perfect uh, with music. Yeah. Boys. But also Nick Cage, that's a great performance. Yeah. By Nick Cage, it's fun, it's effective. And the changes they made to the source material, I agreed with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because honestly, oh, you know what? I'll, my yeah, turn I'm, I'm good. Right. Also, Chloe Grace Moretz, right? Is, yeah, is yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, so I have not seen that film. I, did not, I never got around to it. I really enjoyed Wanted. Um, so I'm going to go Wanted. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is this was tough for me. Um, I was leaning towards wanted, and then everything Terry said, I was like, "That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's right." I, I, all I was thinking about was um, Kickass the character, and I kind of forgot about Hit Girl mm-hmm. and um, Nick Cage's best performance, Big Daddy, or at least my yeah. most yeah. my favorite performance of Wonderful. his. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Kickass. Oh, wow. Changing the vote. <laughs> yeah, he convinced um, me. I am going to go kick-ass also. I'm going kick-ass. Basically, just double everything that you guys said, especially uh, Nick Cage. Nick Cage puts on a... This comic book was just fine. Yeah. The comic book, yeah. yeah. But the movie, I think, was sublime, especially um, in the self-referential kind of way that people approach their characters, mm-hmm. namely Nick Cage doing a Adam West-style affectation for this in-universe mm-hmm. Batman-style character, and it was the funniest damn thing I've yeah, ever seen. it was awesome. Good Rain call, Wilson. baby doll. It's a great movie. <laughs> Is Rain Wilson also in this movie? No, he was super. in the... No, that's, that's in... Um, super. Super, yeah. Oh, also an yeah. excellent movie. Yeah. I do want to give an honorable mention to Chris Pratt getting uh, a keyboard in the face, though, from mm-hmm. Wanted. Mm. Chris Pratt was in... Wanted. He was, he was, he was, the, the, he was the, the best friend who was shtupping his wife. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm not a fan of Wanted. I think it's because I enjoyed the book so much, and it deviates, yeah. and the movie deviates far afield. From Nothing the, like it, from right? The book. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not a big fan of that. And Kick Ass, I'm not an Aaron Taylor Johnson fan, mm. but I like watching him get his ass kicked. So <laughs> I like the, and yeah. and you're right. It's all about to me that movie is all about. Nick Cage and yeah. an introduction to Chloe. So it's kick yeah. ass. And yeah, also nice. uh, McAvoy was here in this studio recently cool. doing a voiceover. He's a really nice guy. That's awesome. Nice. All right. Name dropper. You know, we almost couldn't have included wanted on this because the original idea for the comic was set in the DC universe. Oh ah. yeah. Where like Lex Luthor had pulled off this trick. Oh, mm-hmm. ah, yeah. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, yeah. Next. So you guys takes it. Uh, the next matchup is Helen to okay. start. The Phantom from 1996. Ooh. Or the never talked about <laughs> The Last Days of American Crime from ni- from 2020. Oh. 
From 2020? Yep, Last Days of American Crime. Oh, is that with um, uh, uh, what Oscar, is Oscar Isaac in that? No, it's uh, uh, Bobo Oscar Isaac. It's um, Bobo Oscar uh, Isaac? I'll look, him, I'll look his Bobo, name up for you. Bobo, Bobo, Oscar Isaac. The term like the- I know what- I usually call him a $3 Oscar Isaac. Is that- No, no, no. Inappropriate? No, no. It's just the poor people version of- Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, oh, it's such really? a, it's such a dated oh. term. I haven't said yeah, it Bobo. since. Yeah, I haven't I had it since. And it was always like, about your shoes. Generally. Yeah. Yeah. Shoes. yeah, yeah. Shoes. yeah. With like yeah. Four stripes. Uh, wait, yeah, yeah. is this different from a hobo? Very yeah. Different. yeah. Bobos okay. are what, oh, um, like knock off, like not, not, not. So knock the Bobo off. is the hobo term. Not, for, off brand sneakers. Off brand sneakers. Oh, I've never heard that in my life. Okay. He's the fake, he's the fake Nike. Bobos. You're wearing Bobos, bro. He's the fake Nike. You're a Bobo. I'll be the Bobo boy. He's a Nike. Who's in it? I'm sorry. What? Uh, do you go what ahead and start films? talking. Well, then, I, then, then it's it's not fair because I didn't really even see, I didn't see this movie. I thought yeah. it was the Oscar Isaac movie. Um, but the Phantom is Edgar Ramirez. Oh, Edgar Ramirez. Um, yeah. Um, the Phantom. Look, man, Billy Zane. Mm. Come on, man. Like in the movie that should have made him a star. It's just. It's just. You, it's another one of those movies that you want to be better than it is, mm-hmm. but he's so into it, and you know, well, he, he somehow pulls that outfit off. So, like, I gotta go to Phantom. Uh, I'm gonna go to Phantom also. I did watch the last season of American Crime because it's based off of a Rick Remender comic. Great comic, awful movie. Yeah, they changed mm. so many things that make no uh, sense, and it's just I hated. What movie. a bummer! Mm. But <laughs> Phantom would have won anyway, and not because of Billy Zane. Because of Treat Williams eating, That's literally true. physically He's eating, eating the set. He is, uh, yes. He is That's so what into this does. movie, it's not even funny. <laughs> that is what he does. I love him. Like, there's literal scenes of him with his, like, pencil evil mm-hmm. man mustache mm-hmm. uh, with, like, magic skulls shooting. Like, this movie is stupid, and I love it. I saw, I, I saw, I listened to an interview uh, with him, and he was talking about the Phantom, and he was saying, like, yo, it made no money. But I had such a fucking good time. That's Billy all Zane? he talked to. No, no, Treat Williams. Treat Williams. Treat Williams. I don't think Billy Zane had a good time on this movie. No, yeah. <laughs> Treat Williams is a hoot. If you ever catch yeah. him in an interview, oh, yeah. he's, he's amazing. Which also I've heard described as the poor man's Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I feel yeah. that. I feel that. He ain't I, mad at that. So I got I to gotta call out DeRumo, uh, who's commenting in the chat. <laughs> Bobo is a, it's a poor person's poor person's. Yeah. yeah right? <laughs> What a good comment. That's great. Uh, I have not seen either of these movies. What? Um, but I do <laughs> love Billy Zane in one of my all-time favorite horror movies. Titanic? <laughs> That's a comedy. Um, uh, what was it called? Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. So I'm going to give it to Billy Zane. Oh, sure. Yeah. I have also not seen either of these movies. Well, you're going to give it to him because of another movie he was yeah. in. <laughs> Hey, I'm not going to give it to, to vote, Bobo. Uh, a vote, to vote, to vote. Edgar Ramirez is a wonderful actor. Just the movie sucked. Even I think even Rick Remender was just like, nope. Mm. Uh, I also haven't seen either of these movies, but I think The Phantom is really cool. So mm. I'm going to go Phantom. Also, Carl Carl's longtime yeah. friend of the show m- sent us uh, Phantom comic books yes. from Tas- Tasmania. Yes. Tasmania. Tasmania. That's where he Tasmania. Not Tasmania. Uh, I choose nope. the, the Phantom. Uh, I like. I'm a sucker for an adventure film, a la um, Romancing the Stone oh. or Indiana Jones, things of yeah. that nature. And it's I've been in dying that kind of jungle that. setting. Yeah. Um, he has a wolf. Your yes, dog he does. is a wolf. Yeah. I remember Ghost. that line. Ghost baby. And also, it um, 
I believe it inspired a Super Nintendo game, Phantom 2049. Oh, uh, that wow. was a TV show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, cartoon, but I think that came awesome. out of the film. Really? So the I film would. happens, inspires people to oh, think also, about the Phantom. They start trying in, to make stuff. In, um, All of it failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Phantom, like the movie. In uh, Bruce Campbell's autobiography, there's a whole chapter about how he, he was in late stage running for that and getting in shape for that movie. Oh. And Billy Zane ended up getting the role. He was do he was doing like actual screen chemistry tests yeah. and oh. costume fitting tests. And I would have seen it if it was him. It was Bruce Campbell. Yeah. I don't like Bruce Campbell. Not you to do a tangent. I just don't like Bruce Campbell in a costume. Oh yeah. What about that makes sense? In a, I mean in a spandex costume. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I, seen, I, don't, I don't Wait, think I would have He could have got ripped. We we've, we've never seen it. Yeah, I, I don't have. know if he, he would have pulled it off. Ash. He looked great as Ash. Oh, he, he was mm. jacked, yeah. I don't think what, I, I, in I, the second one. What other spandex costumes have you seen? That's what I'm saying. I don't want to see. Oh, you don't want to see. Uh, I, right, I like. Right. I I always feel like Bruce Campbell's one one of ours. You know, so uh, I want to see him Bruce? as Bruce Campbell in an outfit, put not down, disappear into a character. Put down the stretchy pants, Bruce. No. Also, he was in uh, tight County stuff Jr. in uh, Xena, for sure. Um, so, good there too. We're gonna keep it with Terry. Cool. Yes. Phantom took it. I'm a snake. Uh, the <laughs> the next the next matchup is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 2007, the Ooh, animated like feature that. film. Which was oh, called TMNT. TMNT 2007. Right. Or V for Vendetta. Oh, wow. Good question. I'm going to go V for Vendetta. Mm. Uh, I really enjoy the Wachowskis as uh, as filmmakers. Directed enjoy- by James McTeague, by the way. Wachowskis what? They produced it? They produced it. Are you it. certain Definitely sure. James McTeague is the director. Yeah, really? I don't think they directed that. I, I think they, they like produced they, they wrote and produced it. it. Okay, they wrote it. Okay, so that works. They wrote and produced it. Um, again, I enjoyed the things the Wachowskis do. They were also, uh, they've found a lot of filmmakers that I like over the years. Um, I liked, uh, it was certainly hit me right in the pocket where I thought anything serious comic book was cool. Mm. Um, I didn't read the source material prior to it, so I didn't bump into any of that. Really enjoyed the, uh, anger of it all. I really enjoyed the, um, the anarchy yes and uh hugo weaving did a hell of a job oh, i like did. that we didn't see his face but we did get that rage scene of mm-hmm. fire uh visually stunning yeah the domino scene is excellent yep the use of music in that film is excellent and um certainly just the the discussions of the prisoners when she discovers those letters mm-hmm. and that that is beautifully directed beautifully executed um and I really didn't bump up into much. I was I was a little younger, so I was okay to see things of government and that, and kind of take it not take it as fiction and take it as as a story. That it, was, it was a little less real feeling in two thousand five. And what's the yeah. name of the uh, Elephant Man? John Merrick. Not no, the, not the actual the Elephant, oh. but Anthony the Hopkins? actor uh, John Hurt. 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 He yeah. was excellent in that movie. Yeah, I yeah, really the, enjoyed the how they did that. Yeah. And uh, Stephen Fry also was great oh, in that so movie. Oh, so good. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I think, it was, it was uh, I think it was well cast. Even Natalie Portman didn't bump up into that at all. Uh, you know, the, doing an accent. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I thought she did great. I love that they shaved her head. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was just solid end to end. So I'm going to go V for Vendetta. TMNT, I really did enjoy. It is a good, it's a good animated movie. It is a good animated yeah, movie. Good. I just think... If I think back to viewing both of them, I definitely was more inspired, um, certainly as someone who engages in the craft by V for Vendetta. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
I really enjoyed V for Vendetta. Uh, it was a great movie. I agree with a lot of what Terry said. I don't really disagree with any of it. Um, that was my first exposure to the V for Vendetta story. I never read the yeah. graphic novel. Same. Um, finding out what V is was a very cool mm -hmm. moment. Uh, and there was a lot of imagery. Uh, I like that kind of story about a fight against an oppressive mm -hmm. regime that is in the wrong. Um, and uh, I guess it wouldn't be oppressive if it wasn't in the wrong. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's a different question. Um, I never saw a TMNT 2007, so I'm going to go V for Vendetta. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I do, I do remember enjoying the TMNT animated film, but all the way, I got to go with V for Vendetta. What a, what a, what a movie, man. Everything that these guys have said, totally agree. Uh, and you, you said Natalie Portman didn't bump up against that. Uh, yeah, that's a shame. There's nothing <laughs> like I, Natalie Portman was awesome in this movie. Yeah. I really liked her performance. Uh, I cried. Um, during her performance. I thought she was awesome. Um, highly recommend this movie. If you guys haven't seen V for Vendetta, I yeah. also have not, because of the movie, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go read V for Vendetta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got like a chapter in it and I was like, I don't care. Never mind. Yeah. Ooh, uh, I, the, I couldn't rhyme. get into the artwork. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That mm -hmm. rhyme, remember, remember the 5th yeah. of November. Yeah. I know that because of that movie and it's yeah. a fun rhyme. Yeah. Uh, well, it just statistically doesn't matter. So I want to talk about TMNT 2007 for a little bit. Do it. Um, go ahead, do that. There was a like a ten year lapse of no big Tempt. screen turtles, yeah. right? Because we had um, I think like Turtles in Time at like ninety seven or ninety something mm -hmm. like that, um, and they were relegated to reruns. There wasn't even a new cartoon going on at the time. Mm -hmm. um, the character designs were fantastic. The voice acting was amazing. Uh, you had Patrick Stewart in there. You had Chris really? Evans in there. Chris Evans was Casey Jones. It was Casey what? Jones and the Casey Jones. And they were all like... Which means the he's movie, been in more, more comic, comic book, book movies, movies than anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. The, um, the plot of the movie, too, was a quasi-sequel of the TV show. So they were all oh. older. Um, Raph had spent years walking the earth and comes back as like a different vigilante. Uh, Casey and April have been in a relationship for a little while. Like... It they was call a, each other babe. It, yeah. That's nice. It was a well done, more mature movie. And Patrick Stewart was the bad guy. Was and it was like it? all monsters and stuff. It was a good movie. And uh, I, it, it gets, it should get a little bit of love. I think it's forgotten in the dark period of no TMNT content. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it to it. Right on. All right. V for Vendetta. Let's keep it moving. All, all right. right. Next. Because <laughs> we're turtles. That's my favorite line in that movie. Hang on. I'm going to. I'm, I'm well, while he's sing. doing this, props to the new one. The new TMNT looks dope. The I new, the new the trailer. Turtles I trailer. I would yeah. like to. Yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, our son uh, votes for TMNT. Jason Brown said it was excellent. What was it? One um, of the two movies. One of those. <laughs> one, of the, one of the films we're discussing here tonight. Uh, <laughs> Len, the next matchup okay. is Hellboy 2004 by mm. Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> <laughs> or Heavy Metal 1981. <laughs> Oh Ooh, man! Good matchup. Oh, oh my god! I, I think this is easy. I think it's easy too, but like you just hit me in my little boys, man. Because heavy metal. Oh, 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 let me tell you, boy. Mm. Seem to be enjoying. Frasm <laughs> <laughs> plus frasm. If I'm, am oh, I right? Oh man, a little fourteen-year-old Len running and <laughs> sneaking into the movie theater with his friend. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Kevin? I think it was it was me, Kevin, and Richie. 
Animated boobies. Went into the sea. Heavy some, metal boy. Some Bakshi boobies. <laughs> you get close. <laughs> I was going to live here for a minute. Oh my god. Anyway, I think you're going to vote for. I'm going to go with Hellboy. <laughs> um, because look, because it's a different kind of nut. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nice. Look, come in. I mean, Ron Perlman was made to play, be Hellboy, right? I don't care who else puts on the red. It don't matter. He was made to be Hellboy. It was so spot on. Um, and and Del Toro was made to bring that world, Mike Mignola's world, to life on in the in the theater. Um, it was it was absolutely just insane what i appreciated about it though is that the books were definitely darker and he 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 it's still dark but he lightened it enough up because of the the brand of comic book movies that were being out at the time so he wanted Mm -hmm. to fit in that world a little bit but he still wanted to be true to the universe that mignola had created um all of the characters the character designs i i he made Asapien make sense on yeah. the screen, man. Yeah. Um, who knew he was going to steal him for another movie later on and win an Oscar? But <laughs> he he did it, and and it was it was it was great. That was, fish do be fucking. He, he do be fucking. He be fucking. He be fucking. He, be fucking. Uh, yeah, he, he do well in heavy metal. God fist to uh, yeah. God dick. <laughs> so yeah, it, yeah it's, really wasn't it's Hellboy all the way. Yeah. Uh, I I completely concur. I was obsessed with this. movie. This movie being Hellboy, I have seen Heavy Metal. I think it's nostalgic mm. and very, very of a time. Yes, yeah. very much, um, very much. Hellboy was, as as Randy would say, that work. Mm. I was obsessed with the trailer. I was obsessed with the comic. I was obsessed with the casting. I was obsessed with Guillermo del Toro. And every single one of those things I was obsessed with just validated themselves over and over again. And I loved this movie. I love this movie. I remember enjoying heavy metal, but um, it never really stuck with me. I was just, as a kid, I was like, (laughs) Um, boobies. Uh, But then Hellboy, I've never been a fan of the comic book. Really? The comic book always felt very um, repetitive to me. Okay. Uh, Squid monster, punch through wall, say damn, the end. Um, And then I love Guillermo del Toro. I love Ron Perlman. But that something about that first movie always felt like so close to being awesome. Uh, but everything about it felt like none of the characters were really involved in their, they haven't found their voices yet. Hmm. Uh, so Hellboy 2 was really the one for me. Oh, yeah. But between, betwixt the two of these, I'd have to go Hellboy. Oh, fair enough. I, uh, I really like heavy metal as a concept. Like, I remember they had a show for a while, and I like the huh. idea of it. Um, wow, I didn't even know they had a show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, early 2000s. I think. Um, yeah, it's the Metal Herlant. Yes, Metal Herlant was it, yeah. the name of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Which I think is what heavy metal is called, yeah. right? It's originally a French magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like it. I don't have that much exposure to it, and I have not seen this movie. Um, the, help. What have you seen, Brian? No, the, I have seen Hellboy. one third of the films on this so, list. So the, the, That's what I've the seen. Heavy metal, the heavy metal film yeah. is very dissimilar from 2000 AD and heavy metal in general. Mm-hmm. And heavy metal it's, 2000. Oh, way oh, different yes, than heavy God, metal yes. It's an anthology film, all different types of animation. All Is Mobius involved in it? Some of the designs, designs okay. I think. Okay. It was oh, mostly Ralph Bakshi. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of rotoscoping, producing. a lot of like... Mm, I love rotoscoping. 
and John Candy was like it was Canadian produced, so a lot of like Canadian actors are. It's it's a weird movie. You could tell that everyone was a little high mm-hmm. making it. Um, to g- just to give you like a, a level set, it's really not like the the anthology book, or it's not like That's that right. TV show. I have so it's not like the TV show. Oh, okay, all. yeah. All I really know about it is like it is a sci-fi anthology thing, mm-hmm. and I like that idea, and I like the art that yeah. I've seen from it. You know. Um, so I'm going to go Hellboy because I thought Hellboy was awesome. Did you and, see it? Oh yeah. Is that a, is that a, qualification? a fair question? <laughs> I did see it. <laughs> it is a fair question. The trailer was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he assumes. Yeah. I saw the first clip. So I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did Good see font. this one. Yeah. I thought it was great. Um, I'm with you, JD. Hell, I like Hellboy too, even better. We'll get to it. Here it comes. Doink. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. I, you bit. know what? That's a, that's a, I've been holding my tongue a lot, too. That's a solid rule. If your vote relates to another movie that's coming up, yeah. don't blow your load yet. No. We'll gotcha. get to it. When that, it's, uh, don't don't pull, pull a Len. Don't pull a Len. Jeez. What, in the heavy metal theater? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Like, so <laughs> let's not talk about our impressions of heavy metal 2000 yet because it might show up or sure. Hellboy mm-hmm. 2 yet. It might show up. So let's. Uh, mine's Hellboy because it was my first exposure to both Ron Perlman and uh, knowingly to Ron Perlman and uh, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, unknowingly, I was exposed to Ron Perlman when he played Clayface in Batman the Animated Series. Uh, mm. But this he was, was the first Clayface time. in Batman the Animated Series. Sure mm-hmm. was. Oh, um, I don't know that either. And uh, heavy metal uh, is I, th- I I like. I don't like it at the level of Hellboy, but there is an excellent South Park heavy metal parody episode <laughs> that is <laughs> wonderful. Yes. Uh, but we can keep moving. Yep. Truth. Um, sticking with you, Terry. Yep. The next matchup is Kingsman, the Secret Service from 2014 mm-hmm. or A History of Violence from 2005. Oh, man. I was so ready to say Kingsman. I, uh, I'm i going to say History of Violence. Uh, Viggo Mortensen is putting on a clinic. Mm. Who directed that? Yeah, oh, David Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Is that the one where Cronenberg he puts on a directed it? It's excellent. They hook up on the staircase. Is that the one where they, he puts on a clinic about his taint? No. That's not the one where he's like doing, he's fighting someone naked. No, 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 no that's Eastern Promises. Oh, okay. oh you're yeah, right. That's Eastern Promises, which came after. But Cronenberg, um, Viggo, Morten, Viggo Mortensen, and also just nobody knew it was based on a graphic novel. And then it goes to the Oscars and they're like, yeah. by the way, this is an adapted screenplay. And you're like, what? Right. Um, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful film. I cannot sing his praise enough. I would watch that any day of the week. Him and uh, whoever plays the wife, they have a Maria, Maria Bella. Maria Bella, they have a wonderful uh, <laughs> chemistry. Chemistry, and lots of scenes together. Um, William <laughs> Hurt good. rolling up lots at the end mm-hmm. just to kind of explain things is great. But a scene that I watch over and over and over again on YouTube is the coffee scene in the diner. Yes, where the discovery is made. That is masterful filmmaking gotta- in in regards to tension. And in regards to just acting, one guy is going through the roof and Vigo kind of tips his hand very, very, very subtly. subtly. Yes. Very subtly. And then the question is asked, how did he get so good at killing people? And that is just such a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing. There's also a wonderful acting performance by one of the coffee guys. One of the coffee guys, um, they're in the car coming in mm-hmm. and there's a dickhead. Um, quarterback player who's been tormenting Vigo's son right who you know they they got 
they come up near each other and the car swings and the quarterback immediately goes like boom and flips him the bird and the guy in the in the car that's one of like the thugs just looks over <laughs> and just holds his gaze and it's haunting and the quarterback you literally see him like shiver a little bit and they drive <sighs> and they add this line they didn't need to it was all said beautifully with that acting of of who was the hell was that I don't want to know yeah. so uh I can't believe that came up because I am such a Kingsman fan. I'm such a Matthew Vaughn yeah. fan, but I got to go History of Violence. Right on. History of Violence. See, that's why March, March Madness brackets yeah. are hard. Yeah. I've not seen either of these films. Uh, History of Violence looked pretty cool, but uh, Kingsman also looked pretty cool. So I'm going to go with nice. Kingsman. All right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It wasn't um, just vote for Jaws. I, uh, <laughs> he hasn't seen I it. have not <laughs> seen Jaws. Don't, don't fucking encourage him because uh, it'll be harder for me to tally. He's got a very narrow margin of success here. Pick the two. Ah. <laughs> you stay with the rules. <laughs> don't listen to him. Our son, our son votes for History of Violence and Ronnie Strike says, holy shite. Look at you guys. Wow. Hellboy reboot is coming and I'm excited. History has an ending and I just can't recommend for norms. Fans only. Um, An only yeah. fans ending. <laughs> well done. Could have uh, been. Uh-huh. You piece of shit. That was great. Uh, what are the two movies? Kingsman, Secret Service, or History of Violence? Uh, I'm also going to go History of Violence. It has the set. Am I wrong? There's like a sex scene on the stairs. Yes. That I, is I one of the it. hottest pieces of sex scenes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 <sighs> Uh, and then I'm at a- the end of it, she gets mad at him. Yes. I just thought that was weird. But again, Cronenberg. Yep. You made it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Kingsman Secret Service. I thought this movie was delightful. Yeah. It is fun. It uh, is I delightful. It. it is um, fun. It's, it, there's uh, a couple of the aspects haven't dated very well. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what kept me. Uh, but. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's more so a problem in the 